You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. It's showtime. Good afternoon to you. Happy Friday. What another week it has been. Kapow, how are you? I'm well, Bianco. How are you? Not too bad. Happy uh, thank you day, everybody. Thank you and happy grand final eve. Yes. How are you feeling, my friend? Just brilliantly. Mm. Yeah, I'm just so used to not having my team there that that's the approach I'm having this week. Oh, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, what a different day this day is. I know. I really don't know what's going on with the weather. We really have adapted the La Nina pattern. The what? La Nina. It's the cool season. We're apparently oh. having a cool season this summer. It's not good. Yeah, it is very cool. I haven't seen much of spring, I'll be honest. Hasn't quite sprung. Just waiting by the window, just waiting for the sun. I am too. But hey, it's going to be a good weekend. Long weekend is always Massive good. weekend. Massive weekend. And we want to hear what you're getting up to, obviously. But we've also got a big show here today. We're living in the moment. Yeah, and Dan's going to talk on Sunday. Yeah. And we'll talk about that on Monday. See? That's how, big the week- <laughs> that's how big the weekend is. There's just so much happening. But hey, I want to ask today, so get your thinking caps on both sides. What is the weirdest thing you've ever done for money? Oh, wow. Okay. That's not the first thing I reckon you'd kick off. I thought you'd kick off the show by talking about. I'd like to keep you on your toes. That's doing that for sure. Yeah, it's a long weekend. We're going to kick up our heels and sort of just go for it. Again. (laughs) Is is that what you... Anyway. Ah. Good to see it's just another Friday here at 88.3, though. Always, always. You can text us in anytime, 0404 000736. I want to know when you've been a hero as well at some point in your life. Every day. A little later on. Okay, well... Particularly if you're a frontline worker, hero. I know. It's your day. But I'll get into it a little bit later on. All right, then. Also, remember, we are on the socials as well, occasionally. We're part-time social media users, which is also what I want to talk about today. Because our producer never posts anything, so... Just throw him under the bus. the first Jack Byrne of the day. Amy Shark's new song playing for you now, featuring Travis Barker. It's called Come On! All you footy fans out there will like that. Hey, What? Take a deep breath. (sighs) Don't need to shout. Look, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of people out there that have got sort of hidden things they love doing. A little bit of a secret life. Ooh, like their Hannah Montana moment. That's it. My sister had one of those. Really? Mm, When we went over to Disneyland, there was a... Section Flex. where you could dress up as Hannah Montana and oh, she decked herself out in Hannah Montana gear. That show was a moment in time where we didn't realise how good it was until it was gone. So many things I didn't know about the show that I learned later though. Yeah. Like Jackson, her brother in the film, in, in, in the film, well the film and yeah. the TV series, he was like 40. He was so much older. So much older. Which makes it funnier when you think of the character now. He definitely was living a secret <laughs> life on a TV show. Of all things. Now, the reason I bring it up is because there's a lot of people out there with obsessions of uh, growing vegetables, and not yeah. just any kind of vegetables, giant vegetables. They're being labeled people with secret lives because all they do is grow massive vegetables and enter them into vegetable competitions. Right. Yep. But they don't tell the people close to them that they're doing this. So, Okay. Why, though? Maybe they don't want to be sabotaged. Well, I'm talking like cucumbers the size of, you know, the place we're in right now. You know why? I've just (laughs) realised. This is a niche reference. But I think you would get it. Do you remember Wallace and Gromit when they had that movie, Curse of the Were-Rabbit? Yeah. And they grew the giant veggies, but what happened? 
the were rabbit, and these were competitive veggie growers, the were rabbit ate all of them, and then there were the evil people that were sabotaging the big veggies. So I would argue, because a lot of these people are our age as well, not that I'm judging or anything, but they've seen the were rabbit, and that's why they're keeping it under wraps. So then where do you store your veggies, your secret veggies that you're growing? Look, <laughs> I, I I love the fact that you think I could keep something like that alive no, that's for right. that long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just can't with nature. I appreciate anyone I'm from a family where, Actually, who love gardening. I just cannot do it. I'm really sorry for even bringing that up. Anything that sort of even tries to remotely go around, you tends to die off pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you've been gifted now? It's a good question. A man in the UK <laughs> got a jacket from his grandma. And it was just your standard parka, you know, your casual wear you'd wear on the way to work yep. or just, you know, if you're going to get a coffee with a friend. And he loved this jacket. And he said, Nan, I can't believe you're that fashionable. I appreciate you. He wore it every day for six months. And a day after that six months, he was like, you know what's really weird about this jacket? What? The pocket is like glued on the inside. And he's like, what's going on here? <laughs> So he does a bit of handiwork, gets the pocket out and secures it. You know what it was? Secure the pocket. His grandma had bought him this jacket from an op shop. Yep. It's actually an immigration officer's uniform. So it actually on the pocket identified the place of work and a person's name. The grandma has bought it from an op shop and then glued the pocket down. So this guy had no idea. And on all the labelling and everything, he was wearing a uniform piece, casually just around. Yeah. And had no idea. It's actually really funny you should say that. My dad was telling me a story the other day. So, he used to have his own business. Yep. And generally, when you have your own business, you kind of create merch for that business, you Mm -hmm. know, like cups, pens, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Anyway, at the time, there was a sort of a low-budget sort of clothing company that were fresh on the scene. Now, they're actually pretty well-known clothing company yep. for the sake of, you know, not promoting a brand that's out there. I won't mention who it is, but he was telling me the story of how they made some prototype tops and they were prototypes. They were sent to my dad's business. They all had a look at them that worked there and they were like, look, they're all right, but we want to modify them. So they sent the prototypes back yep. and they got what they were after. Anyway, it was a good result. Then, just out of the blue, out of nowhere, like my dad's business used to work in Sydney as well. So, he's flown up to Sydney. Oh, no. And my dad works in construction. Anyway, there was a guy working on a site wearing one of the prototypes. Stop. Yes, one of the prototypes that had been (laughs) sent back to the company had somehow found its way out. And the reason my dad knew that it was a prototype was because it had his business name on the actual top this guy was wearing. That's incredible. Amazing. That works. <laughs> see, that's the thing. It's such a valid question. Like, what happens to all these prototypes? Or like when you quit a job, like say, for instance, if you work in fast food and you've got all the tops and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the time they change over the time of you working there. Yeah. There's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah. Do they go into op shops and do people wear them casually? I think so. That's I'm convinced incredible. they do. My uncle has a lot of them because he works at a supermarket. Yeah. I've seen his wardrobe before and it has <laughs> different colored shirts in it. That's crazy. Anyway. But yeah, there you go, guys. So if you're getting um, birthday presents, just check. If there's a pocket that's stuck down, 
maybe just evaluate what it is before you can tell. Around. You can tell. My nan loves to send me stuff that she buys from op shops. It's good. It's a good thing. I, I really look, I really wanted a type in, and she found me a type in, so I was always grateful for that. There you go. The well mothballs moth balls on the other hand. Anyway, how I came to the rescue during the week. I'm shocked. Of my colleagues. Oh, it was okay. a bit of a situation. We're doing a system upgrade. And as part of, part of the system upgrade is like you coordinate with your colleagues up in Sydney in this situation. Yep. And we love it when we have colleagues that we have to coordinate with in Sydney because, of course, they're the hub and we're the people in Melbourne. So we just do what they instruct us to do. You're in the trenches. We're in the trenches. We just have to do whatever's told by them yep. to us. We just have to accept it. Anyway... One of the lovely things that they do is they like to make changes and don't tell anybody about them. And you know what? That's the sort of management that is really easy to work with, you know? Always, always. Because when it gets to, you know, two minutes to the top of the hour and in your workplace, you're supposed to have a particular thing for the top of the hour. Correct. And you don't have that thing because people in Sydney have decided to do an upgrade and gotten rid of all the things that you require. Oops. It's it's always just fantastic to see and it goes down real well in a workplace. Yep. So anyway, here I am minding my own business, just, you twiddling know, your thumbs. twiddling my thumbs and, you know, sirens are going off. Not literal sirens, but red warning signals are going off because I've had somebody come into where I'm working. They're like, systems have been changed. I'm missing this. Uh-oh. And this is just close to the shop of the hour. And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, no. I don't, don't know how to deal with this, but I do. I love that you're so humble about this. Can I just say? I don't know how I could possibly help. Anyway, turns out, particular thing we needed to make sure that we got to the top of the hour, okay? I had a hard copy backup of. Oh, and yeah. what, wait, tell me that you ran to the studio in slow motion, hero in the background, and you've tossed this hard copy across the studio. I wish I had that song. What's that song that they always play when things go into slow-mo in like a running sequence? Oh, dun, and dun, dun, of dun, Fire. Dun, dun. Yeah, if I had Chariots of Fire right now, it'd be the perfect. So anyway, I've realised it's getting two minutes to the hour, and I'm like, right, that's it. I've got to look at my files, and I found the right file that we needed. Stop it. Sent it to the person who needed it. I said, I walked around, I said, check your email, check your email, check your email. Anyway, he's checked his email, and we get to the top of the hour, and crisis was avoided. Oh, Bianco. Thankfully, crisis was avoided. You know what? I could give you a round of applause on this computer here, but I can't be bothered. So give yourself a round of applause. No, no. I am not here to be given that sort of accolade. Here, you'll get a single clap from me. Good work. And I'll give you a return clap. (laughs) Thank you. Just because I feel like you could use it today. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, but well done. It just, you know, made me think about when you've come to save the day. In that situation, I feel like I kind of saved the day and I felt good about myself. I'm sure a lot of people have been there to save the day. Well, you forgot your cape today. Yeah, it's getting altered at the moment. I am. Uh, Getting an extra badge. For yeah. another crisis. It'll, it'll get an extra badge on Monday if something goes my way tomorrow, potentially. But we're or not talking about be, it. Or you might become the villain on Monday, guys, if it goes another way. I might not be here on Monday. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there right now, depending on what happens tomorrow. Hey, no, rain, hail or shine, you will be here on Monday. No. And you're going to be a little ray of, su- of sunshine. See, I couldn't even say it then, the shock of you being a ray of sunshine. 
Well, yeah, you could. It's funny you should bring up Ray's though, because when we were listening to a song before, you were sort of just pulling back your hair, and I was just waiting for the Ray to go on, because that's the kind of Guys, attitude you... <laughs> I haven't had a haircut. I've missed two appointments, and my hair, it's its unbelievable at this point. You know who else is unbelievable? Me. Shepard. I'll let them introduce their new song. Let's do it. I've had a bit of a week, guys, and Bianco, I think you know what I'm going to talk about, but I did. Do I? Bro- I broke the internet by accident on Wednesday. Okay. I, um... Two social media platforms. Because the thing is, I have accounts <laughs> on social media. Looks recent. <laughs> Still angry at you for that. Anyway, so yeah, I have social media, but I don't post. Like, I mean, I think I'm running. I had the same profile picture on Facebook for what? Is it five years? Yeah. It's five years. Yep. And counting. And I haven't posted on the gram in a couple of years. I'll do a story every now and again, but I just don't post. And anyway, this all changed on Wednesday when... um. I got quite the shock, and so did apparently every person I've ever known. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I didn't realise that the two apps were linking to become one item. Disappointed. And anyway, I accidentally somehow linked the two accounts, and um, it changed my profile picture after five years on Facebook. Yep. And everyone kind of lost their minds for a bit. Rightfully so. I was getting messages. I think the best one was from our producer, Jack. Who and bearing in mind, I didn't actively change it. It just changed one photo from the other account into that one, where Jack said, "I hate it. Get rid of it immediately." Which you know isn't the most flattering compliment to get. No, never. But what happened then was then I changed it back to what it was because I couldn't be bothered finding another one. And he said the same thing. He said the same thing, yeah. which was harsh. But what happened was then all these people were liking a photo from five years ago. <laughs> Which I don't even look like Including that. me. I forgot to like it five years ago. So I didn't even know you five years ago. That's the crazy no, thing. No, you did. You did know me five years did ago, I? but not like that well. Yeah, yeah, well. Five years later, wow. But what's happened, Bianco, is since this has happened, yep. ev- like every day since, so what? We're working on three days now, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. People are still freaking out over it. New like. New like. New like. That's a bit slow it's for my liking. so embarrassing. New like. And New like. Angry face. So I didn't realise that um that one profile picture, which started as a running joke with a friend of mine and I, was just that sentimental to so many See, people. You know, there's one thing I dislike about you. What's that? You have a lot of running inside jokes that nobody tends to know about. Hey, I do with that, like with the person. Like we have in jokes. Do we? As a team. I thought all of our in-jokes are generally out-jokes because we all end up knowing about them. Mm, well. <laughs> Someone say this whole show's a joke. Anyway. Yeah. I, I'm really glad that's how you feel about it. It's very... But that's the thing now. I feel like even if I was to get back on the socials and actively post, my wings have been clipped. Nah. People just won't accept that maybe I look a bit different now and that I can have a different profile picture because people are just really attached to that one. It's really full on. You're just socially dead. That's okay. It's fair enough. These things happen. Both on the inside and outside, apparently. Yeah, that's okay. Can we have a moment? Nah, Alice in Wonderland adds to play. Pointless things that you've just noticed and wondered why they're there. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. I hope I'm not one of including them. Including a person that's out in the foyer here oh. right now. <laughs> there's actually, the more we do this, the more there's going to be a leave Jack alone movement, like the Britney <laughs> movement. But that's okay. Anybody, People are going to show up and yell at us on the street. Anybody who wants to create that club, good luck with it. It won't go far. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, 
Look, big day tomorrow, and I don't want to delve into it too much. However, one of the biggest things to come out of tomorrow is the fact that the game won't be played in Melbourne. And it's also going to be played at night. That's it. But the AFL and people that work with the AFL thought it was a nice gesture to have a piece of the MCG taken and placed up at the Gabba. I did hear about this. And the photo's gone viral. Yeah. For all the right reasons, of course. Because they're like, so this is it. That's 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 all they've done. One strip of grass from the forward um, pocket. I've got a question. Sure. Did that piece of grass have to quarantine for two weeks? No, it didn't. Before it was put amongst the rest it of the grass? It was put in there, and I reckon it's going to unsettle the oh. whole whole patch of grass at the MCG, at the MCG and the Gabba, mm. quite frankly. But it was rather pointless. <laughs> and there's been a lot of pointless things that have happened historically, so I'd love to know... What do you think the most pointless thing is that you've ever experienced in your life? Oh, my gosh. Or just or anything. If there's, there's something pointless that you've seen, I'd love to know. There's something going on right now that's pointless, out of our control. But I won't go there. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just We're not going to talk it, about that. Idiots being idiots. It's not good. Um, Pointless thing. <laughs> Look, I mean, I would probably say, as someone who doesn't stick to the rules very often, what? I think there's a lot of procedures, just in everyday life procedures, that are a bit pointless. True. Like, I mean, if we're going to go with one that I was talking about a couple of months ago, the people that um hold up the stop signs oh, at a now, railway crossing. Now, 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 let's not be like that. No, 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 but when you have a stop sign at the front of a crossing when the boom gates are down. You know, it's just little things like that that sort of just, you just wonder why. Train inspectors. Oh, now that's a personal attack, and that's necessary. I just think the intimidation of them is pointless. Oh. They just like to intimidate people, like they've you know got one up on the rest of society. I want to know. Pointless. With um, ticket inspectors, do they go to class to work on the choreography of strutting no, down a, the aisle like a, that? It's an art and it's a craft. Because they're kind of more shoulders, but like less Arthur everyday walking down the street, but they've got a real rhythm going. <laughs> And every time, like I haven't been on a train since early this year, it impresses me no end. As a former dancer as well, I'm like, my goodness, that is that's a skill. It is a skill. I don't know where they that where they they learn those skills, but I can only imagine. I'm gonna inspect the train because I can't be intimidating. Gonna be a big person. Gonna be a train inspector. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I just found my voice in that. That's um, okay. Yeah, pointless precision. <laughs> I am seriously, there is so much musicality going on in today's show. <laughs> What's the it's next thing? It's either every segment, either you're singing or I'm singing. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to add to the musicality. <laughs> There you go. That's not even... That's um, producer Jack running out the door, abandoning <laughs> us as a team. He's like, I don't uh, need this negativity in my life. How was that? Wasn't that just fantastic? <laughs> See, that's a pointless procedure, us singing on a radio show. It's not No, we, no we'd love to it. sing. Do you want me to bring back the Malibu cover we did? Hey, it's a long weekend. In Brighton. Victoria's been through enough this year, Bianco. Four, yeah, you're probably not They wrong. don't need that. You are probably... Not wrong. However, we are going to have a crack at... What's her new song? 
No, we're not having a crack at anything, quite Midnight frankly. Midnight Sky. We're going to have a go at that. Not today. A little bit later on, though, I want to chat about iconic Australian songs because I felt inspired after listening to Mike Brady talking to How Tom Owen Yang. My old mate, Mike Brady. Anyway, he loves football. Text us in 0404000736. Most pointless thing you've ever seen lately, or just in your life in general. Something that just struck out to you and you be like, that was completely pointless. Mm. This is a dedication to Kapow and her lifestyle right now. It's called Running Red Lights by the Avalanches. Oh, come on! Completely pointless, but she likes to do it occasionally. Kapow, I'm a little underwhelmed. Oh, okay. Look, I can't remember if it was you or if it was our trusty friend that's sitting in the reception area that was on coffee duty today, but... Mm -hmm. Let's just say I put in a particular request of what I wanted today, and I basically got the same as what you and our friend out there had. Yeah. Look, I mean, the place we go to, which does an incredible job, they have, if something isn't broken... It's incredible for now, but we'll know a little bit later on if it really is still that incredible. Charming. (laughs) Thank you, Jay. The irony of this is not lost on me. Break on through to the other side. And the words of the doors. It's a good song. Anyway... I'm just, I'm a little disappointed by what we received today. I'm I love li- my coffee. I'm underwhelmed. Oh. We love a good coffee and 98% of the time we get a good one, but there's that 2% falls into that category today, I feel. I don't know what to say to you for that, but I think they did a great job. <laughs> I'm feeling great from my coffee. I'm sorry that you feel this way, however. Nah, leave them alone. You disagree with me? I disagree. Well, okay. I'm glad we have split opinions on this. I'm so glad you brought this to the radio. Of course. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) You need to get better, Jack. You need to lift. I'm disappointed in you today. All you're doing is looking at me, giving me the wind-up. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a real put-off. I I noticed you get put off by it on a Monday when we're in this different studio. Well, just to explain to people who can't visionally see well, what we're that. saying. Jack, the way it's set up is obviously we're in different studios at the moment. We're being COVID safe at mm. 88.3. And the way it works is we've got two studios, one being the red, which has red walls. One being the blue. One being the blue. I'm in the blue studio and I can't see anything but the walls around me. Whereas Bianco in red can see essentially the whole station where Jack is. Yep. And so Jack can really only control whoever's in the red studio. Yeah, and it annoys me when I happen to be in the studio where he can have control and things. Because he just gives me the wind-up. It's the worst thing that was ever invented. Hey, Bianco. Yeah. Wrap up. What are you talking about? Wind it up. What am I putting in that wrap? Am I putting schnitzel, barbecue sauce? Oh, you're better than this. You're a bit underwhelmed like the coffees. I think so. Kapow. Yes. I feel like there's a lot of things we can appreciate in life. One of those things is a good movie sequel. Ooh. Let's just say that one has dropped today, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hello. Well, that didn't really sound like him. <laughs> that's pretty poor, actually. Hello. That's a bit better. That's, that's better. That is a lot better. Borat 2 has come out today. Very nice. Very poor from you. Oh. And it was highly anticipated, much like a lot of other movies. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the trailer for it. And I will be watching it at some point. Well, did you hear what happened there, though? Oh, there's a lot going on. It was meant to drop this afternoon, but because it's based on a certain, I think we could just call it political event that's happening somewhere in the world, Hmm. 
that was broadcasting a certain conversation between two inv- individuals this morning, um, they purposely dropped it an hour earlier oh, so really? people would watch that instead of the latter. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's on one of the streaming sites. It is. That you can find. Anyway, speaking of streaming sites, if you could see any sequel at all to a movie or just another another sort of movie that relates back to that mm-hmm. movie, what would you put on the table? What would you like to see? No brainer. I need to see a Bridesmaid sequel. Ooh. That movie is my favourite of all time and I know it's never going to happen. That Kristen Wiig said straight up, I don't want to even try and recreate what happened there because I don't think it would be successful. But, oh, my goodness, I'd love to see what happened there. See, I'd like to see Francis Ford Coppola come out with The Godfather 4. <laughs> yeah, but see, does that count? Because there's already been sequels of that. I know, but I'm talking about a, either a sequel or another one to okay. the series. Because I'd love to see Austin Powers and Wayne's World come back again. Mm. We've seen Dumb and Dumber come back. It's all right. Oh, no, that, that sequel doesn't exist. Hoobie Halloween came out, which is the latest Adam Sound. Have film. you watched that I did yet? watch it. Is it good? It's very interesting. Is it good? It is one of his better films of late, yes. Is it good? It is another great Adam Sandler film. Okay. I liked watching it. All right. It features, as I said a few weeks earlier, it features characters that have been in previous Adam Sandler films. Mm. The O'Doyles, Hal Al, who was the person that helped out his grandma in Happy Gilmore. Yes. His love interest in Happy Gilmore is his love interest again, but this time she's like obsessed with him. Julie Bowen. That's it. Hubie, yeah. Hubie, and they have a funny nickname for him. Figure it out. Hubie. You could change it to something else. Yep, yep, yep. In the alphabet. I got it. Um, yeah, sequels. I would also like to see The Proposal, too. I'd love to see The Castle, too. That would be great. What's Dale digging now instead of a hole? But hang on a second. Did you not say on our show on Monday a couple of weeks ago you haven't actually properly watched The Castle? Yeah, but how's The Serenity? So how can you say, oh, yeah, I'd love to see a sequel to The Castle when you haven't properly watched I've, the first one? I've seen one. the bulk of it, okay? That's not the whole movie. I've seen the bulk of it. Muriel's Wedding, bring it back. Another one. I've never seen it. Muriel's Divorce. We'd love to know what happened. That's kind of like, um, remember when my big fat Greek wedding? Oh, please, don't talk out. about... Remember? Oh, the movie. a sequel to that. Sorry. Wasn't it, and it's my life in ruins, but then they were like, actually, no, that's not the sequel, and then they no, brought a sequel. No, they made out. My Big Fat Greek Wedding too. Yeah, but there was My Life in Ruins that was meant to low-key be the sequel to that, and then they changed their minds. Really? Mm. Well, man, no. I, there's, there's a lot of great films out there. What about Takeaway 2? Remember the movie I've spoken about on I've air before? Seen it. How When you spoke about Takeaway that time, and I played that grab, and I said, this is the origins of Takeaway? Yeah. Yep. That's another classic radio moment from you. Rose Byrne, Stephen Curry. Jeez, he's doing a lot of late, lately. Mm. A lot of ISO singing. It's okay to do that. Everyone's doing it, apparently. Even us, ISO singing. Well, look, I don't need to know what you get up to in your own time. <laughs> hey, I'm the songbird of my generation. We're actually going to talk about singing pretty soon, guys. Yes, because I want to bring it up. What? Oh. Are you telling me you've got something you want to talk about relating to Are we going to sing for the whole second hour as well? Wow. Is this the musical... Edition of Carl and Catherine? No, 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 no. Stick to the stuff you know. It's the status quo. Did you just misquote High School Musical no, in I was my just, presence? I was intentionally misquoting it. <gasps> this is Guy Sebastian's song called Love on Display. There's never any of that on a Friday or a Monday for that no. matter. We never try it either. What is the weirdest thing that you have done to make money? You're going to ask the question. 
I'm not playing a part of this because there's a lot of weird things out there that you can do to make money. Yeah, but we're going to talk about something that even you, Bianco, couldn't foresee as being a possible way of making money. I don't know about that. A company? Anything's an opportunity. Well, that's exactly it, and I'm so glad you brought that point to the table. Because Yesterday's history, history today's a mystery, tomorrow's a gift. Unless Richmond lose. What? No. I'm done. Anyway, so a company exists in the States, Fianco, mm-hmm. where you can hire them to send something into outer space. Now. Are they passengers? They're not passengers, no. But the item you send up would be a passenger because what's happened is another company was celebrating a pretty big milestone within their history, 50th anniversary. Um, They're a very well-known frozen food company, Bianco, and they wanted to commemorate the occasion, 50 years of making chicken nuggets, and the only way they could think of doing it was hiring said company, cooking a nugget, attaching it to a gas balloon and sending it into outer space, which it successfully did where this nugget was chilling 100 kilometres above the Earth's surface for literally an hour. What? You can pay someone to send something into space. That's not hard. Look, I mean, what? (laughs) Good luck with that. What are you going to send into space? How are you going to do it? It's not hard. It can be arranged. How? Just find these people that know how to do it. There's Look, I mean, I think it would be a very, very small population that would be able to Actually, do it. Actually, it really is not that hard. You just get a lot of helium and put it into a balloon and let it go and then it goes out of this world. You know that helium and balloons burst with the pressure of the air, yeah? Well, what's but that's what you put into balloons to get them yeah. erect, blown up. That's what you put in yeah, balloons. You yeah. put helium into balloons. But there's a difference between helium and putting gas into a balloon. I'm not going to put gas in a balloon. Why would you do that for? To get it into outer space, which oh. is what this company has done. Is that what you have to do? Yes. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So would you like to retract your comment about no, how wouldn't. easy it would be? I still back myself in. I feel like helium would do the job. Well, good on you for um, really trusting Disney movies. But it got me wondering, though, what is the weirdest thing you've done to make money? I'd love to be like, what's his name? And up, Carl. Isn't his name Carl? I think his name is Carl. And you've got similar glasses. I know. Oh. I think I know my fate. I'm going to go up oh with a, a heap of balloons. Oh my gosh. All I need oh now gosh. is a little kid called Russell. Where's the talking dog? <laughs> I don't know. Good That's afternoon. So my name is <laughs> Carl. I'm going up with a bunch of balloons into space. Jack, arrange it immediately. It's going to be my claim to fame. Oh, it'd be like the best birthday present ever. Um. Oh. <laughs> Are you for real? That's actually what would make your birthday if I went up into space? You could report back. That could be our point of difference on the show. I don't even care about the question. Elon Musk, are you listening? (laughs) And now we are crossing to Carl on the moon. Carl, what's traffic like up there? Well, let me just have a look. It's actually quite dark out here. It's pretty hard to distinguish what's dark and what's light right now. Anyway, I'll get back to you a little bit later on with that. Thanks, Carl. We'll speak to you in another three light years. Hmm. Pretty much. That's blown my mind. Carl. Hey, Fave. The old man from Up could be you. 
It could be me. Oh, Halloween is next week. If you don't dress up as Carl from Up, that is the biggest missed opportunity we have done as a radio duo. You have to do it, please. I'll come as the weird bird, Kevin. You know the one that just sort of like... No, you don't need to come as them. You already are a weird bird. <laughs> a little earlier on, if you've been listening to Southern FM for five hours, you would have heard <laughs> Bayside Lunch with Tomo and Yang. Yes, Dave. It's Dave and Tomo now. They rebranded. I don't Deep care. Up. Honestly, I'll still call them Tomo and Yang. David Yang, Michael Thompson, Bayside Lunch. Who were doing such a great job. They had three guests on today, including Mike Brady. Which is who I want to bring up, quite frankly. Oh, well, there you Mr. go. Mr. Brady, an old friend of mine. See, once again, that show's helping us out. He came on and spoke about, of course, being Mr. September turned Mr. October because he sings that iconic anthem. He's got a couple of anthems, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, there's... One day in September, up Which there, Kazali. October. One day in October. Yeah. Actually, is he going to sing that as well? I don't think so. October. I think he's just singing up there, Kazali. It was quite oh. interesting hearing what he had to say with the guys. You can yeah. catch that on their podcast as well. Absolutely. They podcast a lot of stuff. Good on them. However, I had a thought when I was listening to them. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that is an iconic song. But what song is more iconic than that? Oh, there isn't one. Don't say the Richmond theme song. No, no, I'm not going to say that. I okay, told good. you, I'm not talking about what's happening okay, tomorrow. Yep, yep, yep. That's furthest from my mind. But there's a lot out there. Yeah, what have you got in mind? Well, I'm. I, you know what? I can't understand why there's so much hype behind K-San. K-San. K-San by Cold Chisel. Oh, yes. You know K-San, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I know K-San. It's one of those songs that once I hear it, I know it immediately. But when you just hear the title alone, it takes a moment. There you go. It says it within the first few seconds. Pretty self-explanatory. See, now that's that's a good one. That's not too bad, but I don't understand the hype behind it. Okay. Do you? Look, I mean, I think it's good. I, well, both of us weren't sort of there for the peak of that song. So I'm sure people who are a little bit older than us would be able to justify why it's so popular. Can I just say also, right, this is also another iconic Australian song. Yep. And deserves all the respect that it gets. However, when I was away... 12 months ago, and I went to that place. Stop. You went away? I did. Didn't even notice. This song got a lot of rotation, and I know it's a real good Aussie song, but is it really better than Up There, Kazali? I was only 19. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like the to really have a footy anthem, and this is coming from someone who just does not care about footy at all, is that it has to be real upbeat. And have a lot going on, like, but I'm, musically. I'm, I'm not specifically talking about footy anthems. I'm talking about just anthems, Australian anthems. Good afternoon, Mark Wilson, if you're listening. I know he's a massive fan of that song. You know what I think is so funny is every time, like, you go to a party back in the day when we could, rest in peace, um, and that would come up, there's always that one person in the room who either has, like, has grown up at another place that's not Australia and then come here and be like, what is going on with the horses? Yes. But you can't actually explain why people just get onto it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been at weddings, which are real, like, quite 
classy sort of things. And everyone's in their expensive dresses and had their hair and makeup done. And it's all been very like highbrow. Yeah. Horses comes on. And then all of a sudden, everyone just goes. Shoes are gone, hairs come out. Like, it's a full-on thing. And you just can't explain it. You can't explain it. And then all of a sudden, you're... Yeah, yeah. Way up in the sky, little darling. And if you fall, pick you up, pick you up. I wish you sung it that good live these days. Oh, now that's unfair. There's another one that probably a lot of people think of when they think Australian icons. Delta. No. Well, kind of. <laughs> oh, jeez, it's taken a while to get in there. Hey, it's a subtle burn, but once we get there, here we go. Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. Fortunately, they're hard to find. Just a friend oh. each Happy Friday to Bianco's neighbours. You almost tempted me to say something that I'm not going to. Neighbours. Pretty much. Oh. You know what I thought, which is quite <laughs> funny, on social media during the week, just on that really quickly. What's that? This just shows how iconic Neighbours is. Someone was like walking around filming where they filmed Summer Bay. In Home and Away. And everyone's like, oh, if you know, you know. Mm. Not a single person knew online what that was. That's just how iconic Ramsey Street is. Everyone knows Ramsey Street. No one knows some of it. Okay. Now, this is what I would say is one of the most iconic songs of all time that always gets belted out. But it's not Australian. However, we've seemed to sort of claimed it as our own. Touching me. Touching you. Here we go. If we can't party with each other, let's just enjoy this. So good. So good. <laughs> good to see that's really lifted you. I, I just thought I'd add so that good. in there. So good. You're welcome. But I think when we look at iconic songs, and this goes back to Australian songs, I'm happy to play this now that Richmond got over the top of Port Adelaide. Oh, we're talking about it now. Well, oh, last, yeah, just last say, week. This is For me, one. this is the iconic Australian song. We're just going to play the whole thing, That's yeah? it. Done. That's all I can say. This is in excess. It's never tear us apart. Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. I just want to put it out there on the record. I know that a particular football club have decided to make that their own, but it doesn't belong with them. It is a song to be enjoyed by everybody. Fair enough. But hey, <laughs> speaking of songs and being enjoyed well, well, by... Thanks for that response. That was exactly <laughs> what I was out expecting out of you today from a weird bird. Anyway. That's really harsh. Um, anyway, speaking of music... Yes. And everybody enjoying it. Not as harsh as what you're about to talk about. There's been quite the exciting announcement that's come out of this week. I can only imagine what you're talking about. That'll do. Australian Idol's coming back, guys. It is back. We've done it. After all these years of talking about it, of hoping and wishing, it's been picked up again. Different network this time, but I want in. And I don't mean as a contestant, but as like the biggest fan of that show, back in the day, because I was probably, what, like seven or eight when it started, I used to spend my pocket money on voting. I was the one and probably only subscriber to the official Australian Idol magazine that used to come out. (laughs) 
<laughs> and um, I used to sit there every night watching it and just envying everybody who was in the Garnier Fructus green room. Do you remember that? And they'd interview the talent. I found out years after knowing Jack that he was there and he is dead to me as a result. It explains why he is such an idol in his life these days, though. certainly is. But I'm just so... It's one of those things I'm so excited about it, but I don't watch any of the other talent shows. I just want to know who's going to judge it. I feel like... I need to know who's hosting it. Okay, I'm putting the call out next week. I'm putting the call into the management of two people that used to be uh, the judges on Idol, and I'm seeing if we can get either one of them on next week. Please. Next Friday, it'll be a thing. It'll happen. We're going to have one of the two of them on. Yeah. Because I have the management details of two of the former judges of Idol. Yep. So I'm going to put the call in there and I'm going to see if we can get one of them on just to ha- ask the hard-hitting questions. To chew the fat. Because we need to discuss this in massive detail because it's not coming out until 2022, which gives us two years, Bianco. It's too long. To figure out. Too far away. By the time we get to it, it probably people will for- have forgotten about it. But I just want to know who's going to host it. Because you remember okay. when it first started. I'm putting it down. I know who's already going to host Me. It. Ricky Lee. Me. Ricky Lee will be hosting Me. It. Well, you could be no, like she the, could be a judge. I reckon Guy Sebastian's in. I feel like because his time on that other program that was at another network has come up. It's come to an end. It's There's every chance he's going to be on this show. Mm-hmm. But who else has been on Idol that could be a judge? Nolsey? Yes. I think they we should. put the call into him if we really want to? We have had an Aussie on the show before. We could, absolutely. We could, just putting it out there. Yeah, are they just going to get alumni to do it? That's the question. M? M. Rossiano. She would be the brutal Can judge. we get her on to talk about I it? I think we could. Are we Jack? just... Can we just, can we have, just a have a segment a every week A until, massive idol reunion every week. Yeah, until every... We have one person on relevant to the show. Could even be a cameraman. Until that first episode in 2022, we will have someone on. It's going to be called Reunite Your Idols. Every Friday we do it, we have a look back in time at those people that made headlines across the country and had their five minutes of fame. And we will strap a heart monitor to me throughout the whole thing because I will lose it. Do you remember when we were here, it was like last year, and Tomo had a young diva in the studio? And was that I just, Paulini? No, it was... Um, the other one. Who was? Emily Williams was That's here. That's right, the other one. And I just could not contain my excitement. I had to play it cool and I just couldn't. That was exciting. But yeah, Australian Idol, it's back, guys. I cannot wait. You did a really good job for a weird bird, I must say. Really, really good job. Can I give you some feedback? What? You really nailed that joke the first time, and now you've killed it. Just like the bird. Oh, well. 0404 736. If you remember watching it in its heyday, what was a highlight for you? And who do you want to hear have their story even shared with with you? Speaking of weird birds. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like weird language. Anyway, let us know. Get in contact with us on social media as you can do during the week or email. Yeah, who was your favourite idol? My self-esteem has just been crushed. Thank you. A lot, like a lot, of those, a lot like a lot of those idols. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, if you didn't hit top um, top 10, you weren't on idol. I don't even think I'd make the cut, to be honest. You would be, um, who was that guy, the push-up guy in the auditions, Flynn? Me doing Flynn? a push-up? No, he sang Push Up. Who was it? Flynn Ryder? Someone. I don't know. Look at me acting like I don't know. I yeah, it absolutely was, know who it was. It was Flo's cousin. Something's happening tomorrow. It's a pretty big day. All week I've been pretty quiet about it. And I was trying to find something which would calm me down even more. Okay. Just, you know, because my team is playing in a, in a grand final tomorrow. It, of course, being a diehard Richmond supporter, like like I am. And I came across this, and I'd love to know your thoughts about how how this goes down. 
Stop beating yourself up. Stop your negative thinking. Stop criminating yourself. Stop judging yourself. Let go of the pain and the harsh negative judgments. When are you going to get yourself out of this crazy cycle Uh, of self-loathing and condemnation? What are you doing? Isn't the world a hard enough place to live in without you, in the privacy of your own mind, condemning you? The other day, I went to meet the people at the campsite. Well, I don't really care about that, but the first few seconds there of Russell Brand, I thought, you know... Really can resonate with me at the moment. I think he has one of the most recognisable voices in the world, don't you think? I knew immediately that was Russell Brand. Did you like what he was saying? Yeah, he's a very wise guy. He's gone on a real spiritual journey of late. I feel like he's like almost a, his own god. He really is. <laughs> Isn't he studying like philosophy at uni or something? Probably. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise it's a brand. Me. It's very on brand. Anyway, I feel a lot more relaxed now after listening to that. Oh, I'm glad. Then I can someone in the Bianco household please just film Carl all day tomorrow. I just need to see because you were trying to play it real cool, calm, and collected. All but week. there's been little moments between these two hours that we've been working together today where you kind of see the anxiety creep in just a little bit. See, the problem is when we when the game happened between Brisbane and Richmond on that Friday night, you said something like Richmond weren't going to win and yeah. they lost. Right, so yep. I've just been really hopeful that throughout the whole day today you don't say something like that and put the moz in them. But then I complimented them yesterday, uh, last week, and yeah. what happened? They won. So can you do yeah. the same again this week, please? Depends For the sake how- of your own father, Larry, who is in the same boat as what I am right now. It depends on how nice you are up until 6 o'clock. I've been nothing Maybe but nice Maybe right at the end of the show I might say something. No, because that's when you said it last time. As long as it's a good thing. If it's a bad yeah. thing, I'm going to, I don't know, stroke a fairy wall or something to get myself through you the week. what? Stroke the fairy wall. That's what Russell Brand also did in one of his films. Seems to be a good calming. <laughs> okay. Technique. Well, you got to be on your best behaviour, and I might moz your team, or I might put the charm Just on them. Don't, don't moz us. Can I ask a question though? Sure. Hit when me. you won your first grand final, yeah, you were pretty stressed out beforehand. I, no, no, I wasn't stressed out. I had it in my head that we we're going to win all year because. At the time, I was working at a sports radio station, and I pictured their head commentator calling the last minutes of the yeah, game in my head. Yeah, you manifested it. Plus, I happened to do a podcast, the official, unofficial Tigers podcast, that whole year where we just spoke about Richmond all year, and it just so happened that we won the grand final. Yeah, but what I'm asking, though, is now that you're going, well, potentially could be going three for three, mm. are the stakes that much more higher now that you're nervous or more nervous than you were that first grand final? In my honest opinion... No disrespect to the opponents we've come up against in 2019 or 2017. I feel like this is going to be the most difficult to overcome. Okay. Which is why I'm a little bit on edge today. That's okay. I've tried to not show it on air. Hopefully, I haven't shown it on air. But His voice cracks a little have, bit now. I have the last couple of minutes. Anyway. It's good to show your emotions. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll see what happens at the end of the show. Hopefully, this can get me up and about. Carl and Catherine wrapping up what's been another big show on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Don't go anywhere because Nat and George will keep you company for a few hours after this. That they will. It's always a good time, Nat and George. And plenty of other great shows on as well. Personal favourite of mine is Disco Inferno from 10 o'clock. So so good. Particularly on a long weekend, am I right? A lot of people will be getting around the Inferno. That's it. But hey, Hey. have a great weekend, guys. A long weekend. Yes, do the right thing. Stay at home. Yes. Unless you're going out to the park and being responsible Mm -hmm. to households, you know the drill. Do the right thing. We'll let you know what's going on once we've heard Dan the Man on Sunday. That's it. We'll see you Monday morning bright and early. We certainly will, and we look forward to just, you know, having a bit of fun with you again. 
Absolutely. And Bianco. Yes. Good luck, my friend. Thank I'm not you. going to say anything more because I don't want to get in trouble if I anything happens. I greatly happens. appreciate your good luck message. It's nice of you to say that. Yeah. And also, all the best to Melbourne Storm for those people who follow that uh, that game as well. Yeah. Rugby leg. What was that? It's called rugby leg. Rugby leg. Rugby leg. Rugby leg. If you like your rugby leg, then go the Melbourne Storm. Unless you're from New South Wales and you want to support Penrith, that's fine as well. Penrith. It doesn't work the same. Rugby leg. Rugby leg. <laughs> Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you Monday. Stay safe. Take care. Enjoy. Bye. See you Monday. I'm out of breath now. Go Tigers. Good thing you've got two days off. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.